Thanks to ExpressVPN for supporting FilmSack. Did you know that your internet service provider like Comcast or Verizon knows every single website you visit? Go to expressvpn.com slash filmsack and you can get an extra three months for free. It started 20 years ago. It was the night of the Valentine's Day dance at the Union Hall. The biggest event of the year. It had been a tradition for over 100 years. Everybody was there except for seven miners who were out at the Hanager Mine. This is Film Sack. <laughs> oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, episode. 600 and some number 502 i was 100 episodes off 502 not even close uh we are mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind t- continually now for these 11 years uh my name is scott johnson and uh on the show with me today is brian he's always fondling my air hose done away Ooh, how does that feel oh hi guy this week on film sack we're mining the very depths of canadian horror entertainment Sorry, guys. I don't know if I can do an intro this week. I've been pretty bummed ever since I found out they canceled the Valentine's Day dance. I was really looking forward to you guys finally meeting my Canadian girlfriend. She does exist. Anywho, said totally real Canadian girlfriend left me a heart-shaped box of what I can only assume is chocolates and a note that I am now going to read for the first time ever right here on the show. To whom am I concerned? Oh, always a good start. You were invited to a Saturday night at you-know-who's house where we'll be celebrating the holy holiday of the horny, a.k.a. Valentine's Day. (laughs) All film sack miners are welcome. That is miners with an E-R, not O-R. So just to be clear, there will be beer. The party will commence at sundown and will include all the moose head you can stomach and all the miners you can kiss. Once again, that's miners with an E-R. It continues. We'll be playing all of your beloved Canadian party games like Twister, Pin the Axe and the Miner, Sorry, the board game, <laughs> Pranks that End in Death, Uno, and everybody's favorite Canadian game, Bobbing for Wieners. That's jokes! <laughs> Looking forward to seeing you there. Yours truly, the one-armed man. Okay, turns out that was not for my actual Canadian girlfriend, but this guy seems nice, too. So, hey, would anybody like a piece of chocolate for my totally not a human heart and a heart-shaped box that, I, that I'm not going to even look at before offering you some? No? All right. Now for someone who has been to Canada and lived to sing a ballad about it. Randy? <laughs> I was one of your best. That was really oh, good. Yeah. Sorry. You kind of had me. For wieners. A, you had me <laughs> Sorry, sorry. caught me completely <laughs> off guard. I just wasn't, I don't know why I wasn't expecting it, but it was so right. That was you really good. You haven't seen it coming. How, do you, really how did you know I'm about to sing a ballad about Canada? Oh, uh, man. Well, it was a no-brainer. I can't wait yeah. to hear that. All right. Uh, next up, Randy, never get in the shower with a bunch of miners. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. In the middle of the winter, I go walking down the street, way underdressed for the snow and the sleet. 
I'm living in New Brunswick, February 14th. You'd think I'd have more clothes on than just a light long sleeve in the middle of the winter. I don't understand why everybody goes outside without putting on four layers of clothes. This crazy miner's going to kill me, but he can't because it's 20 below. And I already froze to death in the middle of the winter. <laughs> oh, wow, that was great. Billy Joel this morning. Yeah, I also thought you were kidding. I was like, "Well, he's not really going to sing. He's not going to sing like you know." But, yeah, but he you get did. that off the cuff. Yeah, that was great. Gonna, That's right. We're gonna we're gonna talk about when what time of year this movie was filmed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Jeez. all right. I'm already cold. All right. Uh, finally, Brian, is that a shower head in your mouth, or are you just happy to see me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, I'm not going to sing a ballad either. You, you asshole kids want to know the real story behind the Valentine's Bluffs killer, no. do you? Well, I'm going <laughs> to stop serving liquor here for about half an hour so I can tell you. It happened 20 years ago on St. Valentine's night. There was a party in town, a miner's delight with an ER. A couple of foremen forgot seven workers so they could go, and methane exploded, trapping the miners below. You asshole kids. Harry Warden was one of the miners presumed dead. Hold on, let me take this order. You want four bottles of Moosehead? Okay, back to the story before I was so rudely interrupted. Oh yeah, Harry Warden and the gas that erupted. He ate all his buddies and lost all his wits. He could have used some Tim Horton's coffee in an order of bits. So 20 years later, and Valentine's Day is banned because Harry will start killing if a party is planned. So you kids, heed my warning if you want to stay alive. And if you don't throw any parties, Madam Mabel will survive. Oh. I'll drop a few more Canadian references and then the bar top I'll clean. Hockey, 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 Canadian Mountie poutine. <laughs> well done. Very, very well done. Thank you. You ended it oh. so strong with poutine. That was great. I loved it. All right. Well done, everybody. That was uh, an amazing intro. If you for... didn't know this movie was Canadian, <laughs> I didn't. Well, I mean, I, I started no watching. Idea. No, yeah. I had no idea. I saw it. Like, we, we mentioned this a little bit last week, but my first viewing of this movie was like 1986 or 7. I was in high school and uh, I saw it on VHS or whatever. And I didn't really, you know, associate with like, oh, what year is this or whatever. But at, the, at no time during that viewing did I go, Oh, a, a Canadian production, uh, right? right. Yeah, Canadian. And here's here's the other funny thing is that the you know as we learned last week, the thing you remembered most about this movie was a guy picking up a lady and putting her on a hook on a, a meat hook. Yep. And there's no meat hook, but there is an axe, and we see it in the very very first scene of the movie. But then we also see him do exactly the same thing with a shower. Yeah. Well, we don't that's see right. him do it. Right, exactly. The aftermath. Now that so, I, we've got to pause right there because this is important. I, I, you're yeah. right. I, I Mandela'd the hell out of that whole thing. I've I mushed the two things together, and and there's not even a meat hook. Like why, why I thought I saw that, right. I don't I don't know. But here's what's funny. The uh, not funny, but weird. This cut of the movie, at least, and maybe there's another version of it. I don't know. Oh yeah. Um, but there there's there is a screenshot. I have somewhere that I found yesterday. I'll, I'll put it in our shared things. So we can look at it of that girl with the shower head through her head and out of her mouth. There's a, there's like a head on shot like of that. Front, in that film. Front view. Cause yeah, we just right. get the side view in this, in this so, version we watched on right. uh, Amazon. Right. So I did a deep, I did a deep dive on, on versioning of this movie. Oh, because cool. Uh-huh. I've never seen this movie. I've, 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 I actually thought what is this movie. 
This is my bloody Valentine, which I always <laughs> thought was an Good Irish ba band uh, yeah. that were kind of like uh, sad. Mm. And mm-hmm. um, no, it turns out it's also a movie, a movie series now. And it oh. uh, turns out it's like the slasher film that a lot of other slasher films got inspired by. Like, yeah. didn't, didn't know that. Uh-huh. Didn't yeah. know that how much impact it had until this viewing. Um, anyway, they uh, so they made this movie. Uh, they took it to the MPAA because even if you're in Canada in 1981, you got to go to America to get the thing uh, rated. The MPAA is just like, <laughs> no, you're way too gory. So they cut, they cut nine X. minutes out of the movie. Yeah. And then uh, basically six of those nine minutes are just lost. It's just gone. Oh, we, really? We, like, no, it's not available on any version as far right. as you know? Oh. Correct. But uh, there's some stills that were retained from those six of nine minutes. <laughs> so it's like okay. a fork. So um, I'm going to say so it's that, almost worse because the, the silhouette of that head spewing water out of its mouth while that guy's yeah. looking up at her is almost worse than the head on shot that I found on Google Images or wherever I found right. it. Mm-hmm. And it's, so, uh, fifteen years later, they come in, add back three minutes. They're they're well preserved, mm-hmm. and that's the version we saw. We saw the original plus three minutes of gore, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you wouldn't have seen some of the goriest things in in this one. Like uh, this one, you got a very very quick shot of the first girls uh, getting impaled. Uh, yeah, it's not in the theatrical release. Yeah, and you get uh, the 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 disturbing thing is that you see the uh, the point of the pickaxe pushing her skin, but not piercing it like from mm-hmm. the back coming forward, and it's right. like like ugh, just oh, stretching yeah. her skin out, which is an, a very impressive uh, special effect. Or, yeah, yeah, so like right. so like there, you can just imagine what's what's missing. There was probably a lot more look at the heart in the hot dog water, and there was. <laughs> Probably, like, you can just imagine what all that is. It's our um, favorite Limp Biscuit album. I was going to say, yeah. Hard in the Hot Dog Water is a great album name for who, yeah, any yeah. band. That, that would be our show title if we did that, if we made podcasts that way. Um, another one, another <laughs> thought is uh, there's there's a point where poor man's Wilford Brimley uh, discovers mm. the two lovers in the mine and they're impaled from above. Uh, you're You're completely missing any kind of action around how yeah. that happened, yeah. which is great. Right, it works. Yeah, but it's been edited to this, and it probably started out more showing you what how they die. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got the feeling that there was some stuff missing there. Um, when the lady came out of the dryer, that was all like burned up and stuff in the beginning. (laughs) Uh, I I knew that. I knew that was longer. (laughs) It had to be because it was such a brief glimpse. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like it's so weird. Like not just the hook thing in my in my memory. Almost all of it, I don't remember. I thought most of this happened in the mine. A bunch of it does, but a lot of it doesn't. Like most of it's yeah. above ground, and I yeah. don't remember the sheriff. I don't remember the mayor. I don't remember the the boxes with the hearts in it. Like, did I even see this movie? I started to ask myself. And hey, is it right? Well, you might have. Did you say you saw it on VHS though? Right? I you did. Yeah, back in TV. like eighty seven or eighty six or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, we it saw was, it later on on TV because that, that's something something that would have been you know just cut to crap. Yeah, even it already cut it. Well, it right, was and it was for, it was forbidden fruit at the time. I remember going to a friend's house and you know we watched it sort of where his, his parents were out of town and you know it was all very sneaky because right know, my parents weren't going to let that happen in our house that particular film and uh, 
it stuck with me because of the the hook part. But I think I've just mushed all the push a girl, pick a girl up and shove her into a thing into all movies that do that. And there's a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chainsaw Massacre. All the slasher films. Yeah, all the slasher yeah. films. That's a thing you use. In fact, uh, what's that game? Meat Hook um, is probably the most common right. thing you pick up. <laughs> right. I mean, even in that game, there's a game, very popular game right now called Till or something Till Dawn or whatever it is. It's a, it's a horror game, competitive horror game where five oh. of you are running away from the, the main bad guy. Killer. The, yeah, right. the killer, the slasher, and you're trying to survive. It's very fun. It's a very cool game. It's on t- Twitch a lot. Anyway. Uh, the way that you, as the killer, take the victim, uh, you gra- your job is to take them over to a hook-like device and hook them on it. And then somebody else can come rescue them, and they only get like one shot at that. They can only be rescued once. Um, but like even in that, it's like, oh yeah, a nod to this trope of put somebody on a hook or whatever. And for whatever reason, my brain goes straight to my bloody valentine every time, even though one of them's not a hook, and she doesn't even get lifted <laughs> up. She just gets pushed into it. Well, yeah. it's easy to see how you would confuse that, though, because, I mean, Easily, he does yeah. impale her on the shower, and then the other one was the uh, yeah the axe. So it's just uh-huh. impaling. It's, it's easy to. It's, and he's it's also, not even the guy that you see uh, earlier on in the movie picking his girlfriend up by the head a couple times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> also, but also good, yeah, go ahead. I think it's just important to note, there's nothing else to this movie. Like it, this movie no. gets away with having practically no plot, and mm-hmm. the only real dialogue between characters establishes the backstory, mm-hmm. and then that's it. There's a little bit of dialogue to throw you off the scent of who the killer miner is, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, so then it's a surprise when it turns out to be the guy who runs out crying. Yeah, but not really. Like, there's really not anything on the script except a lot of. St- kind of scary action is it is is this a really scary movie to um, you? there are moments uh, there okay so first of all I never trusted that guy the guy with the weird red hair that turned out to be the killer like, axel just, yeah he yeah. never I ne- right. never once did i go yeah he's normal he's fine <laughs> like i always knew he's got an underbite like uh like like butthead oh yeah big time <laughs> or uh, beavis <laughs> i can never tell which one's beavis and which one's beavis butthead. had the, the underbite beavis. Yeah. <laughs> beavis okay so underbite. beavis is what the underbite yeah uh, he needed the teepee for his bunghole. That's the one. Anyway, uh, so uh, what was I going to say? Oh, there's a moment in this movie that's not even a, a, a it's not even a killing or a you know a gory shot or anything. It's him walking through the tunnels of the mine while they're way deeper down, and he's just coming in there, and he just is methodically smashing lights on his way lights. through. That was good. There's something about that man. Oh, I can't explain yeah. that. That really got me. Like even the uh, the completely unnecessary we we hang all of our uh, outfits on hooks and hoist them up into the air yeah and they all start dropping on her for whatever reason that was freaking me out like but probably more like oh these things just got smell and they're falling all over me and uh, there's no way I would be in a room where people hang a bunch of stuff like that (laughs) because I mean just from the idea of something just actually just accidentally falling from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Crap big heavy like, gear yeah. like that yeah you're gonna get yourself yeah. hurt but why wouldn't they have like a they would just have a closet like a bar <laughs> yeah. with a bunch of hangers they wouldn't like oh we've rigged up an intricate pulley system with each person's individual pulley right. for their yeah. own yeah that was weird, weird. and maybe and again, somebody may write in and go i'm a miner i've been doing it for 30 years and we I can totally know that we've got yeah. that we've got a room full of those and you know maybe this thing is real but it really threw me but i think part yeah. of it was poking your like your uh uh, claustrophobia a little bit because when those yeah, things come sure. down and surround you it was like 
is like marrying and Raiders of the Lost Ark with all the bodies around her. It's like, ah, for sure. I mean, yeah. there's so much claustrophobia. I mean, they're in a mine for most of this movie, yeah. which is just uh, super claustrophobic. Yeah. Speaking of the mine, uh, let's talk about that first scene, uh, bra, booby girl. Uh, <sighs> Uh-huh. Making out. So, all right. So, the way we're supposed to understand this is that uh, Axel uh, somehow co- co- uh, coerces a girl, yeah. coaxes yeah. to put on a miter's outfit and come down into the mine with him for some hanky panky because she's clearly right. not yeah. a worker. Yeah. Yes. And this right. is like, well, days. girls aren't allowed. And this so. is like February right. the 12th, yeah. right? right? So, it's it's romance season in the great north. Right. So he's got to somehow get her past all the other guys. Right. Yeah. It was like a Saturday night. They they're all, they they only work on weekdays or something. something. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It looked like the way they cut it looked like it was during a work day. Like, you know, he impaled her and then they were like, all right, the guys are upstairs getting ready to go up on the, uh, oh, they on did the train cut to get out. Way. Yeah, you're right. I didn't and, even uh, think about that. That was the chick. She was the chick in the bucket because they never addressed what happened to her body. They never found her body I, or anything. They right. found her heart, but well, they didn't, you yeah. know, there was nothing else. Yeah. What are you guys doing with a loose heart? That was my favorite. <laughs> and no one seemed to miss her either. It wasn't like there was no. a thing in the town of like, hey, has anyone seen the town slut? I don't know where she's <laughs> no. going. She's uh, usually. You mean the lady who wears the blue eyeshadow yeah. with the really red lipstick? Mm-hmm. Somebody was wearing their ladies. Yeah, because at first no. it was like, why would this person willingly go down there with this killer that is, you know, he's kind of portrayed like uh freddie or whatever he's like you know he's got his right. thing he's wearing a yeah. uh, uh oxygen hose and all the gear and everything and that's kind of his yeah. look and i thought well you wouldn't just go down there with him and you try and to- she has to have known him yeah. in which case she has to have been a resident of valentine bluffs and, <laughs> and right. you think somebody would might have missed her but maybe not yeah <laughs> maybe not also yeah. what a dumb thing to say is that the town the, the fact that they named the town valentine's bluff and just about made me piss my pants like really are you gonna be the town of halloween when when freaking yes come on i was okay with it I oh that. yeah I, yeah i wasn't i wasn't bothered by it at all like we have friends whose last name is valentine that's a name it is but what um, i'm saying is sure. for your valentine movie you're gonna go ahead it's and a have a town spot called on, valentine right? yeah yeah that's annoying yeah. it wasn't annoying. the thing i had the, the most problem with <laughs> That was on my list of stuff. Mm. On yeah, my list of laundry list that includes Mabel in a dryer. Mm, yeah. Pretty far, pretty far down there. <laughs> Mabel in the dryer. Um, by so, the way, yeah. By the way, I loved, I, I loved people who. There, there's a scene in this film that is I don't know if it's a trope or how you exactly label it, but it's the uh, is is the is the sheriff and he's walking around Mabel's laundry mat. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he and he's and, and you're like there's a big you know the dryer's like full of blood and just it's just the most obvious thing in that room that she's in the dryer yeah and he just keeps walking around looking like what's that smell is it yeah. my pipe <laughs> right. why are these hearts upside down <laughs> if, have you ever left a shoe in the wash machine or or the dryer have you ever left a shoe in the dryer oh yeah you're mm-hmm. definitely gonna hear it you're oh, gonna yeah. hear I don't think it was moving I know, it oh, wasn't it turned was, on. It, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Oh, it was definitely on. Yeah, it was It was on. It was on ultra slow. Yeah. Like the, the, no dryer yeah. runs that slow. Well, the yeah. one that had the clothes in it was on, but I don't think the one that had Mabel in it was on. I no, the one with Mabel was in. Don't make me gif it. I thought- <laughs> okay. So, so, <laughs> Can can we can we talk about how that was uh, that was preceded by the funniest thing in the whole movie? What? what? I forget, but what? By that? far the funniest thing in the whole movie. Uh. She is she is in her 
laundry laundrette, right? Yeah, right. And the the killer miner comes in to kill her, and she's backing away, throwing open the door of each dryer. <laughs> and she goes, yeah. "Stop!" Yeah, it's so funny. Oh my god, I just I was dying. I was crying, laughing at her throwing open the door. Like that was going to even slow him down. Why did they go after her? Okay, I got, that's a. I have a question about this. Why did they go after her at all? Because this is well before even the plans were laid for their fake little party. Oh, because she was she planned the party. Yeah, but they canceled. Well, it. Well, she had signs for it on the. No, well, she actually planned it, the party. That's what, that's what kids kept saying. Well, the miners or the miners. Uh, they kept saying, yeah, Mabel had, she was the one who worked on everything on the party. She was the one who planned the party. Okay. So she maybe has to be the first one to die, right? So yeah, but I, but I thought if they canceled the party, that made it meant everybody, cause he was warning well, They didn't everybody. cancel the party until after you killed Mabel. Maybe yeah. I don't understand what you're asking. Oh, maybe that, maybe I've got my timeline wrong. Cause I thought they so canceled it's just the before. fact that she had those posters. Like basically if you're, if you're in Valentine bluffs and there's a party being planned, whether or not you're on the committee, you've blown up a balloon or stuck a well i guess she's stuck a bunch of valentine's shit all over the dryers right. and, and right. so uh that that means you're fair game okay yeah okay that makes sense then the way the way you guys have described it to me i, I think i had it backwards i think i had it in my head that he's sending these warning notes like here's this heart uh-huh. which by the way that's another killing before there's a party i don't know he right. seemed right. indiscriminate so the fact that there's a party being planned is the is the reason for the killing okay and it's actually not even that because you know this isn't even the original murderer we find out it's right. axel right? right that's true and yeah so yeah right yeah so what's axel's grudge against that me? was that was so i don't know but it was so stupid when they did the flashback uh yeah. of him watching i was like oh, oh. come on come on <laughs> oh watching his dad get yeah watching his dad die needed. i was like that should yeah. have been the all moment but instead it was just like oh come on so the, mm-hmm. the movie actually takes some length to explain how this party could happen, right? Yeah. And it's basically the police chief covers up what's actually going on. He doesn't tell people how bad it is. Yeah, right? why, why right. is that, do you think? What, what do you think the motivation there is? Because it seemed like he's like supposed to be this good town cop sheriff guy who's always looking right. out for the best uh, for everybody or whatever. And... It's supposed to be portrayed as sort of heroic, but as the movie went on, I just went, well, dude, you're terrible at this. Like, you're yeah. just shitty uh-huh. at this. You're just like, oh, I got a hunch. I'm going to go do a thing. No, tell people what you're doing. <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't have to be a big yeah. secret of what's going on. I don't know. That kind of annoyed me, but what are you going to do? Uh, I, I mean, and why did he have to way? say that? He could have just said, he could have just said, why did you say heart attack? He could have just said heart failure because that would have been true. She Mabel did heart, have heart failure when it I, came out of her body. I have a confirmation yeah, on the dryer, by the way. Uh, okay. I'm uh, sorry. It's playing in the background here and silently, and uh, it is not moving. Brian Ibbett. Oh, in. interesting. So Ibbett was right. Ibbett was right. Not moving. See? See? What may have thrown yeah, you the- was that he was walking around it, and his reflection kept showing up in the little round mirror of the washer, and it made right. it look like maybe. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, you would absolutely hear. Well, that's what yeah. I kept thinking. You would definitely hear. Oh, more than that. I think Ibbett's impression is dead on. You would hear like. It would like lift up and they go shaboom and then kaboom. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, what was the what was the Eddie Murphy animated shark movie? Oh, uh, Shark Tale, or was what? that a different one? No, that was Will Smith. Yeah, Eddie Murphy shark oh, movie. Was it Will Smith? And I was thinking yeah. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I don't know. All <laughs> Two I different know, generations. All I right. know is a laundromat 
that has a significant number of machines is a loud place to be. Yeah. And right. Whenever I think of being in a laundromat, I think of uh, being in a laundromat in Kona, Hawaii on the big island where they were playing this shark movie on a TV while everybody sat around and waited for their laundry. And that movie was turned up to volume 10. <laughs> so that you can hear it over the machines. Yeah. It's, like, it's just in my head forever. That is my image of a laundromat is that animated shark movie turned up to 10. Yeah. That's a, that's an, that's a fun memory you got there. That I like that. Yeah. Uh, directed by the way, by a dude named George Mahalka, Mahalka, you don't know him from much um he did that of course and then a bunch of tv stuff um do you guys remember the show let's see where is it uh they did a transporter the series uh a while back Mm. 2013 or so he directed an episode of that uh he did a bunch of movies you never heard of a lot of canadian shit Uh, it's the second thing he ever did so uh you know this is early in his career but it's funny this guy's very like you somebody at the top of the show said it but he's very influential in this in uh slasher circles and quentin tarantino is on the record as saying this is his favorite slasher film of all time oh. really yeah, oh wow thing. but so, there's no feet in this yeah there are no feet, <laughs> there are no feet. <laughs> that's what i thought are you kidding yes there are <laughs> Yes, there absolutely Whoa, are. Tell me more. Tell me more. Like, what about the feet? I don't remember the feet. Like again, by far my biggest topic about this movie is how everyone is underdressed for February in New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. And the you know, we have these people in a mine where what must be frozen water is everywhere falling on them and they're climbing up a ladder wearing heels. Oh, yeah. And it's just like no, these women, no woman in Canada would be wearing those shoes on February 14th, <laughs> much less in New Brunswick in a mine. Also, if they said, and, look, we're going to go down in this mine, uh, my first thought would be, cool, let me grab my sneakers. Like, I'm not going down there in my freaking fancy heels. Not a chance. Uh, not a chance. Fancy heels. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone down there in the first place, but I don't like mines. I don't like... Uh, you know, like the caves with the stalactites and mites and stuff and all that. When people are like, ooh, I want to go on a cave a cave tour. No. <clears throat> I'd, 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 that's where the chud live. Don't want to go in there. Yeah, that's where the chud live. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be in there. Why do you want to be in there? Get out of there. There are some cool, like, Colorado, uh, like, places you can go. Cave of the Winds down south is a little bit more, like, we've put up a whole bunch of cool lights all around these stalactites and stalagmites. But there's a much better one outside of Glenwood Springs. Mm. Um, that, that just has, they brought in lights, but they haven't put like floodlights behind every stalactite. Like basically it's, you're seeing it a lot more like how it was discovered as opposed to dressed up and Christmasified. Gotcha. Uh, and, uh, and that one's, that's, that's a really cool place to go. Everyone I, in the I, South I, here I, like that, I, I guess. I can't of. overstate how impressive, uh, Carl's Bad Caverns is in New Mexico. Mm. At the same time, if you have anything like claustrophobia, do not go there. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. If you've got any feeling of like, if, if you're going to be in there going, I'm 300 feet below the surface and this is closing, and like you're going you're gonna to freak out. Like it's bad. Uh, this thing was apparently shot 900 feet underground whenever they did the minor shots, which is pretty intense uh, for a movie. Um, they said some of the lighting devices couldn't be used in the mines because they had like high methane explosion potential. <laughs> So like mm. there's methane in the mines, and if one of those lights, like a halogen light, set off a methane pop, then this entire crew is dead. 
Uh, that's dangerous. I don't think you do that today. I think you just fake this 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 uh, cave. You just make oh, one for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I kind of I kind of appreciate the um, what's the word? The authenticity of it. Yeah. I'd like oh, yeah. to believe I'd like to believe in all the cave scenes in the last Rambo that uh, Stallone dug those caves himself. Yeah, <laughs> the actor actually dug those caves. Yeah, guy, guy that played sure. Howard was in uh, First Blood, so there's a little connection there for you with that knowing it. Nice job. Uh, scrutiny. I have some early scrutiny here for this. Uh, some of this trivia here, and I'm going to play that. Scrutiny. So, uh, according to makeup effects artist Thomas R. Burnham, who worked on this thing, hey Burnham, uh, hey Burnham, one of his gory <laughs> creations was so realistic that director George McCocker or whatever his name threw up at the sight of it. <laughs> Wow! I don't know if I believe it. I don't believe it. No. Yeah. And you know why? Because the puking at the sight of something primarily comes from smelling it, not from seeing it. Right. But also, even if you see something really horrifying, whatever. All we have. I'm trying to think. Have I ever done anything where, any time in my life, have I ever seen a thing and and just immediately barfed because I saw it? No, hmm. like when maybe I saw Mahalka, the- maybe Mahalka was fully drunk. Maybe like <laughs> he was falling down drunk, and this guy is like, "Hey, come check this out. This prosthetic." Maybe they missed. The, maybe they didn't tell us the whole story. Maybe he walked up and said, "Here, look at this severed head." And while he showed him the head, he reached two fingers down that guy's throat and made him barf. <laughs> <laughs> made him puke. Yeah. Maybe that's uh, what happened. Did you mention that he's Hungarian? By the way, I didn't catch that. No, is he? I didn't uh, know that. This George Mahalka. Yeah, which is weird because it doesn't sound like a Hungarian name, Mihalka. Yeah. Brian's but you Brian has uh, Hungarian roots so you I got know. Hungarian in me yeah yep is he uh do we know him from any Hungarian work it looks like it's all just <laughs> no okay <laughs> so I looked and uh doesn't look like he's even done any didn't see anything in there that looked Hungarian by name I think he drew did it oh this is a sorry it's a drama I thought it was there's there's a drama a Canadian drama in 2011 called Faith Fraud and the Minimum Wage and for some reason, that's really familiar to me, and I cannot put my finger on why. No one in it I know. I don't know anything about it. Why is that familiar? I don't know, don't but there's know. something called Scandale, which sounds like um, a CW program that's trying to capitalize on Scandale. <laughs> Riverdale. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of Canada television that's like that. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a knockoff, and it's not like... It's more just like an imitation of something that's already popular on the CW specifically. Isn't it an old joke that everybody who makes film or does anything in Canada in the TV or film business, they all at some point direct uh, Degrassi Junior High episodes? <laughs> and I can't find direct it for him. Or He's appear not- on or uh- yeah, they all do though. Like you look at all of their credits, and it's like, oh, he directed four episodes of Degrassi Junior High in the eighties, or the newer one in the nineties, mm-hmm. or or whatever. But this guy hasn't. He was. Uh, He's been busy though. Worked all the way up till 2015. Made something called Black Christmas Legacy, and then yeah, it must be part of the Black Christmas series, is my guess. Oh, was there? A, I didn't know there was a series. We, I, I think that. we, well, a series of movies, remakes and reboots and stuff like that. But I thought we watched we watched one of the Black Christmases here. Oh, interesting. So this the movie that we're talking about here is a documentary it says an examination of the affecting the effects and lasting impact of the cult classic horror film black christmas featuring interviews with cast crew and industry experts and it was directed by him and some other dude yeah it's the one where the guy runs up and kills a uh guy dressed up as santa claus 
If, unless I'm thinking of something different, I thought I could have sworn we watched this. Uh, quick second, Scott Johnson. Sometimes you swallow a syllable yeah. when you say "cult classic." What I said, and it sounds like you just said "Coke classic," <laughs> and I was just like, I was, I was ready to talk about Coca-Cola classic. I mean, I'm always ready to talk about that. Um, I'm checking quicksack.lee, and it's I have no Black Christmas. Really? Yeah. Don't we watch that? Uh, I don't know why. We definitely watched Black Christmas. Christmas. We watched Christmas something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see it. It was uh, the kid who. Uh... Oh, you're oh. thinking of the you're the one where he watched his mom and Santa Claus do it in the living room. Yes. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, um, that? yeah. That's last year uh, or not? Yeah, not last, last Christmas we watched. <laughs> we watched. Santa, I thought it was Killer, Black Christmas. Killer Santa. Uh, no. Santa from outer space. Was it called Christmas Eve? <laughs> no. Oh, Christmas, Christmas evil. evil. Christmas, Christmas evil. Christmas I, evil. Because we did the whole evil stuff. That's where we did Christmas yeah, evil. Thank you. Okay. That's hey, right. Uh, something I just wow, noticed. How do we not watch Black Christmas? Because it's got Margot Kidder and Olivia Hussey. Oh, I'm weird. putting it on our list. It's going to be about 10 months. <laughs> Give me 10 months. Sounds good. I just noticed Quicksack.Lee has been updated to have playable uh, audio embeds oh, in it. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. All right. Well done. That's cool. Bomb. Who is it again? I forget his name. Gotta, Bombats. Bombats. That's who it is. You should put his name on there so I can remember to say it every time I say it. Anyway. Uh, Bombats. Uh, uh, what else we got here in trivia? Oh, here's one for you. Uh, the captain near the beginning says Thursday, February 12th, indicating that the dance will be on the Saturday, the 14th. That means Friday, the 13th falls between them. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, nice. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Friday, the 13th. Do they have a whole Friday, the 13th thing in Canada or is that just a U.S. thing? Huh? Oh, no, that's a, that's a many places in the world. Thing. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one everywhere, right? Like Not everywhere. Plus, because hmm. I know, like time. you know, there are other numbers that freak uh, Asian Asian uh, um, people out, right? Asian superstitious people are freaked out by yeah. the number four. <laughs> I think I, I like how you narrowed that down so that Asian superstitious people. Right? <laughs> well, I was about to say Asian, Asian Americans, who, uh, but that right. wouldn't apply because <laughs> I'm I'm fascinated about the cultural overlap between Canada and the United States, and I don't, I don't want to get into it too much because there's been whole books written about it, but sure. where on the fringes. There are just some fascinating little things like, uh, you know, like just a, a lot of Canadian culture gets imported to the United States and Americans aren't told that it's Canadian. Like yeah. that's just the, the oh, history yeah. of that overlap. Like as a, I didn't know Rush wasn't an American rock band for most of my childhood. Right. Oh, wow. Like I just really? I just thought of Rush and, and I did it was because I didn't make a distinction. I just never thought about some of these people are from Canada, right? Yeah, Sebastian right. Bach, the lead singer of Skid Row, is from Canada. Yeah. But Skid Row, I just like, they are so American to me, right? And I just never make that distinction. Well, the only reason and I know that at all is because he shows up on the Trailer Park Boys all the time. And it's the only reason I know there's that, that he's even Canadian. Otherwise, I would if you said Skid Row, I'd have said, oh, they're probably an L.A. band, my guess. They're probably all from L.A., you know? They're actually mostly from New Jersey, I think. <laughs> See, I've got it all wrong with those guys. It's probably because there's a Skid Row in L.A., that, like the actual location where all the homeless folks hang out, and I'm just well, there's, Yeah, and there's also one in Vancouver. But the, my point is yeah. um, that, that Canada as a country didn't really start trying hard to make a distinction <laughs> until more recently. Yeah. And, and so like a movie like this, it's totally understandable why you would – uh, see it as a as a younger person in the 80s 
and not really think, oh, New Brunswick. Now that's north of Maine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you just wouldn't have any of that. Yeah, thought. we didn't do that stuff. Like our first, uh, we, how many of us really knew anything about Australia other than Paul Hogan growing up? Like we just didn't know. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's so, that's weird to me to think how, not that we were, not, where is it sheltered? I don't know what we were, but we just didn't have this this thing that we're, I think we're very people inward looking as, right. as yes. young people in uh, America. Yeah. yeah, but I also think it's generational. I don't think I, you know, my my kids didn't grow up going Australia. What's that? Like they 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 yeah. seem they knew already kind of knew. <laughs> I don't everything. think I did either. Uh, it's a weird thing to say. <laughs> Australia. What's that? And I'm just, Is that I, beer? I mean, I knew it was a country, <laughs> but but you know, my whole experience with it was, oh, they all sound like Paul Hogan. And they all carry a big right. knife, and it's all kangaroos. And I think we had Olivia Newton-John too. Like in her oh yeah, that's true. Days, we were all like, oh, that's Australia. Okay, yeah. But we just had you know, we just had this like limited less. And and Canada felt the same way to me. I just I just knew that there was a place called Canada. I didn't culturally I didn't know what was happening from there, but it, little did I know there was so much that was bleeding down. Like Paul Schaefer was Canadian, and freaking mm-hmm. all these SNL people are Canadian, and right SCTV all the SCTV and, stuff. Right, I watched so much of that stuff as a kid. Right, never really connecting the fact that these are all they're all Canadian. Yeah, Eugene and Levy, I and John thought, Candy. I always right. thought the SC stood for Second City, and every American knows that's Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but it is still it's, it's it is still Second City, right? Isn't that the SC or no? Is not that's one of the. Comedy troops. Well, yeah. I know, I know that, but and I've seen yeah, Second not, City. Not in the not in the SCTV that we're familiar with, but yeah, Second City, Second City is Chicago, and there is an SC, a Second City comedy in Chicago. Now, oh, see, here it is, Second City Television, commonly shortened SCTV, later known as SCTV Network, uh, Canadian television sketch comedy show that ran between seventy six and eighty four. I think mm-hmm. I think that that Second City thing is like a, like there's. Yeah, here it is. Toronto Second City Troop. It just happens to be their their yeah. offshoot. So it would be the first city. Uh, New York City. New York City. Well, no, no. They're, they're in Canada. No, but they're saying they're the Oh, second. they're just saying that they're second They're to like a satellite Canada. office. Gotcha. Okay. You, you can't have that many second cities. You can, <laughs> you can have, I, I think the idea is that you could have Denver, a second city troop in Denver, and they just still call it Second City. That's the brand. Sure. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks like if you go to secondcity.com, your choices are Chicago, Toronto, or Hollywood. Oh wow. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. There you go. I don't want that one. That one's not that one's yeah, right. <laughs> that. That's like fourth or fifth city. <laughs> yeah, that's like fifth city. <laughs> Nobody wants fifth city. Anyway, but uh uh but yeah, like uh, that's that's it's a, it's just a weird effect. And hearing it now, watching it now with my my 2021 ears, I can hear the accents. I recognize the the town signs. Like I'm like, oh yeah, look how can, this is Canadian as shit. But then I found out Porky's was also a Canadian production. That doesn't that. feel right to me. No, that totally could, doesn't. No, but it explains we, a lot. We could do <laughs> ten hours on. I found out this and that was right. Canadian. Like yeah. seriously, yeah, it's it's crazy. I love our neighbors to the north. They're amazing. Uh, all right, uh, movie says it has twelve uh, total body count. Okay, twelve people died. I don't think that's correct. So I'm going to name off who died, and you guys tell me who I'm missing. All right? Because I've got a list here okay. that is not uh, quite I bet, up I, I, I bet there are six that you're not thinking of. Okay. Wow. Lady, Lady in the Laundry, which is a oh, whole spin-off. Lady be, in the Laundry. Should be, it's a <laughs> Pearl Jam song. <laughs> right. Lady <laughs> in the Laundry. Uh, Run around in the dryer. There you go. Uh, hot Dog Water Guy. 
All right. We got yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Old bartender guy. Okay. After he went and made his fake killer. And then, and then the, why did he get curious about it? Why did he, he get the curious up. the third time? Was he just getting such a jolt out of laughing at Yeah, himself? it was just so much fun. It's like, I'd like to scare myself. Woo-hoo. Okay. Woo-hoo. He sucked. Um, shower girl. So the head shower head girl. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the shower cu- head head. Right. The, cu- <laughs> the couple in the mine doing it. Yeah. Uh, well, just the oh yeah, the couple. Yeah. 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 And what making. was what was in their what was through their bodies? Uh, uh, they got uh, screwed. Yeah, it was yeah. a drill bit. A drill, a bit? drill bit. Okay. Jeez, All right. That's yeah. And I said the same thing to Tina when we saw that. I said, "Oh, those, those two are screwed." Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a very common slasher trope too. A couple laying yes. horizontally and something goes through them both. That's a that's a fun right. one. It's efficient if you're a slasher too. You you know you can two yep. birds one stone. Yeah, one one drill bit. That's yeah, uh-huh. a twofer. Right. You like to get those. And then you got the couple doing. Or oh, I mentioned them. Then you got Hollis, uh, your your poor man's right uh, mustachio uh, dude. Yeah, him. yeah, poor man's Wilford Brimley. Yeah. We have to call him <laughs> poor man's young Wilf, Wilford Brimley. And then you got Howard, who apparently was. I didn't understand that his head was ripped off. Yeah, yeah, it he was hung he was, and then it then it ripped off as he fell. And I then his body think, fell. Was the thing I think. Yeah. So but fast. that fault, that right. body hitting the ground, pretty freaking good, dude. That looked real good. Mm-hmm. Like in a that head way. didn't though. Did you check my little screenshot I put in the yeah. chat room? Holy yeah. Moses, that's nice, bad. Nice geometric cuts there to the neck. Nice. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> did you, did, Scott? Did you check off heart tattoo at the beginning? Uh, yeah, you got to check off heart tattoo. Oh, I didn't think of her. And you got to check off bartender guy who sets up the yep. elaborate. Uh, Wait. Uh, that, that, red that was, red on air that, light. I just talked prank. about that guy. The old yeah. bartender. Did you guy. mention that guy? His name okay. is His name is Happy, by the way. Oh, was it Happy the bartender? Yeah, Happy <laughs> the bartender. Not, is it? He didn't seem very yeah, happy. Yeah, says it says IMDb. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I've that's been... one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine. Okay. Who am I missing? Uh, the six, the six miners that that uh, Howard eats. Do is that part of the body count? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Their bodies. Well, then that's more than twelve. That puts us way over. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think it's supposed to be people killed in the film when they all say right. a body count. I don't think you count like previous deaths or uh, they show, they show the one guy the it yeah. but you know well that's true but he didn't eat but that was a flashback to another well i guess it still happens on film though. I, yeah i have a question why <laughs> was the guy in the refrigerator so like covered in i don't know ice cream or i don't know what it was <laughs> that was on that guy that's, I mean, wiener, they're, they're, that's wiener juice when it freezes that's right frozen wiener juice <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be Burns, right? Because he was boiling right. his face in the water, but it didn't look very good. It looked pretty bad. Yeah. But I have to—I had laughed. I wasn't supposed to laugh there, and I laughed, dude. Right. When he got his face jammed yeah. in the hot dog water, and hot dog water is a funny joke around this house because my oh, daughter's yeah. husband Dylan is—all uh, you have to do is say hot dog water, and he gags. He just hates right. it. So whenever I say, hey, uh, Dylan, you want a nice warm uh, glass of hot dog water tonight oh on Christmas God. Eve or whatever? He'll just go, oh, he just kind of get all gaggy. So when he did that, I immediately gift that and sent it to him and said, hey, <laughs> look at this. Hot dog water. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that so was my Patty die? Who? Patty uh, in the red dress uh, looked like uh, Patty in the red Phoebe dress. Gates. No, oh, she yeah uh, she died, but she took an axe to the gut, to the stomach, because, right? Yeah, yeah because oh, uh, Patty. yeah. Gosh dang it! How do I gotta count there? Patty. All right, gotta so count the Patty. One, patty two, cake, three, patty four, cake. Five, six, seven, axe eight, to the nine, gut. Ten. That's it's funny because there were times where her chin would just completely disappear, <laughs> like 
when she was reacting to something. Yeah, let's see. Here. She turned into a turtle. By the way, I put in the Discord channel someone who has written a huge, uh, uh, some fandom. They got a big old wiki for this, and it's the kill count from this film, and it lists twelve. Oh, and number two is four miners. So they counted them as as one one as death one count. body, a body of miners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they mentioned it, right? <laughs> What do you call four miners? A body of miners. A body. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine then. If that's what they're doing, that's how you get your 12. Um, yeah, but why wouldn't you count them as either four miners or zero miners since it happens well, you only see, but You only see one miner's arm, right? You see his arm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Oh, 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 the dad getting killed. The dad? Which dad? Yeah. Oh, yeah, his dad. Alex Axel's, Axel's, Axel's dad. Yeah, Axel's supervisor. dad getting killed in the flashback. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> right. Okay. I that probably puts that. us at 12, right? Yeah, that, that's now we're at 12. Okay, well done, everybody. Well done. We did <laughs> they this list together. Dave, they list Dave who got killed. Heart, uh, head boiled alongside some wieners. That's how his death was listed. <laughs> head boiled alongside <laughs> some wieners. I have to say, though, they use like a cat, an actual cow heart that they cooked. So if you boiled a oh, cow heart, man. that's the color it would be. That's, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, like a, probably if you boiled a human heart. Um, yeah, I just boiled wanna, like, meat. That's a, in general, boiled meat yeah, will look like that. That's, yeah, that, that's a good point to say. A spot to stop and say, I kind of hope that people who are listening to this episode of our podcast watch this movie. Yeah, like it. It's just uh, I was I was thinking about how you guys went into great detail on TMS about in and of itself, and how so you know there's going to be people who listen and they and they're going okay I'm good I I've heard about it I I feel like I was part of the discussion yeah but like. You just can't like. There's a heart in a bo- in a big pan of water with hot dogs. Like <laughs> you need to see that. I'm sorry. I I know it's a weird thing to suggest, but you yeah. need to see it. Do see it, but also understand that that's a moment of like. There's a real disconnect there because I, I, my head was was oh they are those jokesters. They put a a, a animal heart in here with the wieners. Right. But no one, ever, no one said, "Ah, shit!" I was looking forward to those hot dogs. Or are they just going to eat yeah, them those, now? Those wieners are totally going to the dump. By the way, yeah. If someone puts mm-hmm. any type of heart. I don't care what mm-hmm. animal it is. Of yeah. course, what am I talking about? They're probably all hearts. <laughs> the wieners are probably made out of all That's hearts. Right. Yeah, it's all it's uh, elbows and assholes, isn't it? Right. <laughs> elbows, yeah, assholes, and heart, doors, right? and a little bit I, of heart meat in there. Exactly. Yeah. It is weird, right? That this particular killer goes to such effort. Right, yeah. like think about how how much effort you got to put in every time you kill somebody to get their heart out of their chest. Yeah, that's that's work. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't just open them up and go book and pop it out. Things, you know. Salima, <laughs> <Is> it- <laughs> Chuck D. Yeah, they they make that seem too easy in the in Temple of Doom. But if you're going to do that, you got to be somewhat surgical, even if you're messy about it. And he was a little he was quick with that stuff. Also, I don't mm-hmm. understand how. Um, how you didn't know in the car, you're in the car and you got this heart box mm-hmm. and there's a big lumpy heart in there. Yeah. It's taller than, I, I just don't know how you're that stupid. That mare is stupid. Mm-hmm. Just a dumb yeah, as a rock. Yeah. Like guys, he doesn't pull off that, that, uh, that little piece of, uh, not quite packing material, but slight protection for the for the chocolates. Yeah, he doesn't right. pull that off before he offers somebody who's driving a chocolate. Yeah, so that yeah, yeah. while they're driving, they've got to flip that piece up and get a piece of chocolate out. Inconsiderate. Yeah. Uh, Inconsiderate. I had a question about the mine. So this is not about the movie. It's about mining in general. Maybe someone can write in about this, or if you guys have any experience in mining, maybe you know. Uh, where do miners poo? Or if they have to poo or pee, what do they? I pee. I assume they just go into a corner somewhere and say, 
here's where I'm peeing. But yeah, yeah. if you got to take a dump and you're 900 to a thousand feet down, what, what do you do? Do you think? Cause you know, That's they a do. Good question. Do Pants? They, seriously, they take a, they sit on a bucket. Seriously. So they bring a bucket down there. <laughs> some kind sense. of bucket. There's, there's all, there's all Better kinds of things bucket. that you can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's yes. Okay, okay. Grab a bucket. Okay, so we're gonna. That's it. That's what I was thinking. We're gonna call that a. Uh, that maybe that's our chicken the bucket. Not not really because the movie doesn't deal with it. But I always think of that bucket. stuff with certain certain jobs and occupations, like people that work on high rises, way up high. You know. Yeah. Hundreds. You can't of, just pop. Can't just pop up out of the mine. Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna top? do? Oh, I gotta take a shit. I'll see you guys in what three hours because that's how long it takes right. me to go anywhere. Yeah. I. I, I and, just, unless you're riding in the worst tunnel of love ever. <laughs> oh, I'll just dude. poop down the shaft. Don't worry about me. <laughs> There's nobody down there. Nobody do down there. Uh, hey, we're working down here. Do you guys notice the local bar had porn on everything? Like the yes. Covered yeah. I pointed that out to Tina and she's like, what? And I had to go back and show her like, there's a, there's a nudie picture behind the guy who's talking. Yeah. There's naked ladies all over the walls. That was I, about the only way you could get nudity in a film in the eighties, right? Without getting <laughs> I an X. So, yeah. I don't yeah. know. You got whatever, man. They had boobs in PG movies back then. I don't know what mm. they're, what the deal yeah. is. Yeah. This, this movie is kind of like, you can really see what, what the filmmakers care about and, and don't care about. Yeah. Yeah, well, they cared about putting porn all over that guy's wall, so that was something. Yeah, that's right. You but asshole you kids. Mean, <laughs> you mean the harbinger of doom? You kids, he was you kids truly the harbinger of doom. Here's some more porn, you assholes. Like he was just right. like a, he was just a porn loving, grumpy storytelling old fart, and uh, got what I love he it. He was you know, to me. He was one of my favorite things. Even even with him doing the stupid prank and kept opening the door that still mm-hmm. just made me laugh it was really like, funny like is it all right let's see is it gonna work a second time right. ah, it works a second time hey, right, it that's why then he starts walking away and he gets this weird look on his face like wait a minute that moved yeah. differently yeah. like okay then friggin' run <laughs> one more time yeah that was stupid weird. happy uh did hollis how did hollis die again because i don't i didn't i don't think i really saw how he died it was like a nailed in the nailed in the forehead Oh yeah, it yeah, was Hollis. So yeah, dark. Got, I guess yeah. I missed how that worked in the dark. I couldn't. They, tell. It, well, yeah, they they were shooting pretty close up too, and it was kind of hard to tell that that's what was supposed to be going on. But there's the photo right there in our Discord. Oh man, <laughs> although the Mabel's photo right above it is great. Oh yeah, there it is. Pew, pew. Wait, I love Ma- oh, Mabel's yeah. look. <laughs> Mabel's look is great. Oh, someone got me chocolate, right? <laughs> 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 who's the uh the girl making the fa- oh that's um that's that's chinless patty in the gut chinless patty that's chinless terrible patty. she looks well, like I a mean, muppet from that yeah from that like that face she's making she if it were not for one little wrinkle she would have no chin yeah but then you see <laughs> other photos of her in that movie and she's like got got you know a very pronounced chin it's weird yeah she is weird it's a muppet there's a hand in there <laughs> she looks like somebody i'd draw that's what's funny about her sure um hey let's talk about all the moose head in this movie what's up with oh, all the moose head so much moose head are there a lot of moose heads <laughs> my, my intro is going to be sponsored by moose head oh you mean the beer yeah yeah yeah, the beer, yeah. i thought you meant yeah. like hanging yeah. moose heads <laughs> get it first like big neon sign behind the bartender everybody's ordering moose head then there's a yeah. box for some reason in the laundromat yeah so what? Uh, like you can see like it next to Mabel in that photo too. Yeah, like they went to their local beer distributor and said, "We're making a movie. You want to give us all the beer we can drink and some neon yeah. signs? We'll hang it in the movie." Did they? <laughs> is Moosehead a Canadian uh, brand? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, there it is. There's the, they're right next to Mabel. She's got a whole box of it. Right next to, to Mabel. She's making that face. Like, I guess she keeps all of her Valentine's decorations in a moose head box. Yeah. She's dead by the way. <laughs> that lady. I looked she's her dead. up. Yeah. Oh, There's a lot of dead guy. people. Oh, oh, oh the, the actresses. Okay. Yeah, the actress oh, is dead. right. Right. Yeah. I do that sometimes. Oh, uh, it's a weird thing with me. I like to find out who's dead, and uh, the sheriff's dead. She's dead. Uh, How about the uh, the the virgin waitress Harriet? Uh, Harriet is, <laughs> is she in here? They have a big long song they've written about the yeah. virgin. Yeah, Harriet. poor virgin Harriet. Terry Waterland. No, no one's popped her chariot. I love that. I, yeah. Like you know, it's a. <laughs> Great yeah, rhyme. One of the best only, rhymes I've ever heard. So she's been in two it things. Really is, yeah. She's been in this, and she was in Bloodlust, My Bloody Valentine, and the Rise of the Slasher film documentary. And those are <laughs> the only two things she's done. So she's still that's a pretty decent. Yeah, that's a pretty decent rhymes in this film, except yeah. for the one where it's, he talks about something happening once, twice, and then he says thrice. No one's ever <laughs> thrice. No yes. one's ever rhymed thrice. Oh, that, was, ever. that was on the card that was <laughs> shoved into Mabel's body. Yeah, her yeah. cavity. Yeah, it comes out pretty darn clean. Yep, looked yeah. all right. Pretty legible there in the yeah. old morgue. That guy walking yeah. around though with the pan with the heart in it. What did he say? He oh, said, yeah. uh, <laughs> "What do you? What did you do with the rest of the body?" Yeah. Looks like he said, he said butcher. "How'd you? How'd you guys get a loose hot?" Yeah, that's a. Weird what are you guys thing. doing with a loose hot? Yeah, that's a Centerville uh, autopsy uh, the coroner's. I was I was convinced that had to be the director. That's a role. That the director oh, sure. always yeah. takes right they always yeah. do they're always like a coroner why is that right. is there a thing with that we could find a thing it, with that somebody's totally somebody's got some kind of tropey thing where they describe this but directors will play a doctor or a coroner and right. it's usually a small role like oh he died of uh, sepsis ma'am or whatever and that's your right. whole entire thing, and it's always it feels the like it's an M Light M Night Shyamalan is a typical oh, one to do that right. sort of thing. Yeah, or, or, or get, mm-hmm. they like to be a man on the street. They like the to Hitchcock be like ones yeah. or men's men on the street, right? Yeah. Just yeah. a guy walking a poodle, yeah. right? Or or like they're getting interviewed by a local news reporter, right? 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 Because then they don't have to do much acting; they just have to have to <laughs> sort of wing it. Um, I I like that though for some reason. I like hunting down those sorts of Easter eggs in movies. That's probably why they do it, right? I mean, there's no other reason oh, yeah. for you to cameo in your movie except, you know, you want people to know that you did this thing. I don't know. I don't know why people do that. Yeah. I think about yeah. it. I was why a doctor. Do why do why they do a little Easter egg? I am looking at George, uh, the director, and it looks a lot like the doctor did. Oh, really? So it could have been. Yeah. Oh, I think it was now. the doctor. Uh, I'm not saying it absolutely George, is. I'm just he saying he looks a lot like him. He doesn't have a yeah. photo in... Uh, IMDb. Where no, I had to Google one? search him. There. Oh, yeah, good. Okay. Well, maybe oh, it is maybe him. he's uh, is he listed as actor uncredited or something in his in the uh, cast? I listed? looked for that, but I didn't see it. Oh uh, okay. yeah, if you put a mustache on him, yeah, that might be him. Hmm. All right, my money's on that. If your name was uh, Gina Dick, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't be for long. What if right? it's pronounced Gina? <laughs> China dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even worse. I hope so. Oh yeah. man. Hi, I'm Gina Dick. I'm here to play the uh <laughs> Wow, that's fantastic. Um all right. Uh anyone else have anything else to say about this movie? Uh, <laughs> uh, that, uh, is that dog still alive? The dog that runs after uh 
nearly gets hit by cars and it's running oh, after God. if there's a siren. Oh, oh, but but right. forget that. This movie has the best movie dogs we've seen in a long time. <laughs> the dogs eating the heart on the ground. Yeah, there's yes. some dogs. And they're eating a heart out oh, of yeah. a Valentine's Day chocolate box. Yeah, right. Yeah. And and a uh, police chief comes outside, and one of these dogs is trained oh. to attack him. Yeah, and he just stands there, so stoic and stone. It's I I I can't. What is he a robot? This dog is attacking him, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he's just looking at it like, okay, go away. Mm-hmm. And that's a single take thing, right? That's not like, all right, let's do this again. Because if there was a second take. Like I would say, no, I want that dog off the set. Yeah. Or, they, right. or they got five takes and this was the one. Like every other one, the dogs were totally like not exciting enough. Yeah. Right. And right. this was the one. This movie's 40 years old. Uh, the reason I point that out is the sheriff was right like in his early 40s yeah. and died at 80 something. Just to right. give you a little bit of context on how Pers- quick that yeah, went. Perspective. Yeah. Good Lord. Chief, Chief newbie. Chief newbie. Chief newbie. Why was it? uh, I'm curious. There's a thing that happens in movies a lot that I'm curious if it happens in real life. Okay. Like if, uh, if, if they're the, 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 the cop and the mayor were driving down the road Mm -hmm. and, uh, they discovered that they had the heart in the box and they like immediately slam on the brakes, turn on the siren and flip around. I'm like, where are you going? What's the, no, what's the what's, we're what's in a hurry rush? to get back to the station right. to yeah you gotta turn the siren on gotta you know turn a big turn around i'm like what's going on right now yeah why it's a very good point yeah but did also, they do that is that no 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 yeah also know. you know what i would know if there was a human heart in my chocolate box yeah. before i opened it yeah yeah it would feel chocolate weird chocolate boxes are light yep and, and, right. and especially and after him. i get through with them <laughs> having him having him open that one that's got actual chocolate in it, or what looked like little cat turds, but whatever. When he opened that, <laughs> oh, that was the worst it, box of chocolates really ever. Made. It looked really yeah. sad, but well, the way he it opened it so slowly, he was so yeah. careful. He was like, "Oh, I got to be careful in case it's a heart." I'm like, "Dude, you know ahead of time." <laughs> oh, I hate caramel. <laughs> they really don't care about any fingerprints or anything either. Like, uh, no. you know, oh, I'm just going to pull all these hearts down that the killer obviously hung upside down in the laundromat yeah. and I'm going to open this box that might have a human heart in it. But uh, if, if I get my own fingerprints on it, no big deal. Do you think it was uh, back then? Did we have, it was all Russian roulette chocolate, right? Nowadays we have like a little yeah, chart yeah, that yeah. says what you're eating. So if you know, there's a shitty right. coconut thing in there, you don't want, you can not, right. you can avoid it. But back in the day, you didn't know they were all just lumpy chocolate holes and you just like, okay, well, <laughs> lumpy, lumpy chocolate <laughs> holes. <laughs> it's like, mm, those this are one. my favorite. <laughs> And then you eat it, and then you then you find out it was caramel, whatever, uh, or something terrible, and you want to spit it out like that. There's something I miss oh, about. The, the, what's your days. least favorite? I gotta say that there's like this pink cream. Yes, oh, I like yes. those. Oh, I, I do I can't not stand like. Those. I don't like any of the. I don't like any of the the cream ones, like the chocolate cream, the vanilla cream, or the pink cream. Right. Nope. Pink uh, cream. What is the pink cream supposed to be? What is it supposed to be, Randy? It's cherry. Strawberry. Right. Oh, strawberry. <laughs> See? See? You can't even decide. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, Obvious like, cherry. Obviously. In, a, in a, <laughs> a, a, you know, a candy, like the difference between cherry and strawberry isn't enough to really care. Yeah. But like I definitely have, <laughs> I have strong feelings. Like if I pick up a nice chocolate cordial and the inside is filled with grimy, gritty coconut, I'm so mad. Yeah. Ugh. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm yeah. with you 100%. I can't do coconut candy of any kind. I can't stand it. 
but so that's what I mean. Like today we are, you know, we're blessed with a big old piece of paper in there that says the ones with the funny looking <laughs> deal on the top is a deal is one of these. And, Avoid this one at all costs. Right. Like with a little, uh, yeah. But the back in the on. days they had to do it like those Harry Potter beans where one of them tastes like puke and you didn't know it till you got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, the seventies. What a great time to be alive. <laughs> hey, you guys, did you know that uh, your internet provider, whoever it is, Comcast, Verizon, whatever, they know every single website you visit. And here's what's worse. They sell that information to ad companies and tech giants who will use you, use you as a target for all sorts of stuff to be advertised to or whatever. It's your data and you're the target. Well, ExpressVPN puts a stop to this. It creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can be seen by just you and no one else. All right? I use ExpressVPN on my devices. It works on everything. Phones, laptops, routers, even people who come use your Wi-Fi in your apartment or your house or whatever. They'll be protected because they're using ExpressVPN without even having to have it. Here's the best part. Using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing the bathroom door. You just fire up the app, click one button, and you're protected. It's also the world's number one rated VPN by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless others. I really like ExpressVPN for its simplicity and its ease of use. I think you might like that as well. So if you're like me, you believe your online activity is your business, secure yourself by visiting expressvpn.com slash filmsack today. Use my exclusive link, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N, expressvpn.com slash filmsack, and get extra three months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash filmsack. Do it today. All right. I have clips from this movie if you guys want to hear them. Please, yes. Oh, yes, please. Um, I do. So let's do it. Let's see here. Uh, we got uh, this thing's missing. Why? Okay, there we go. All right. So we're going to start with this. This is um, yelling in the shower, which you do with your friends, right? You yell in the shower. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, apparently, according to the trivia, these guys are all naked in that shower. They just, oh, yeah, well, they're really yeah. like playing grab ass with each other, too. They yeah. are so playing grab ass. Yeah. yeah. They said they filmed it all naked, but then didn't shoot anything below the waist but i'm like well then why'd you do it naked what are you doing <laughs> authenticity <laughs> that was for <laughs> authenticity uh all right here you go this is them yelling be a hot time on Saturday night. <laughs> now that that's him right the turned out to be the killer guy yelling Alex, a yeah. lot. wasn't it him axel 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 what did i say asshole that's right asshole you didn't that's say right. asshole <laughs> but i like asshole i think asshole is better yeah. yeah no kidding did you for a minute think that the, uh, they were trying to they were trying to lead us a little bit into thinking that the the bartender guy was the killer i thought so too because yeah. i thought oh he's the only one that they've told there was an earshot of them saying that they're gonna have a party so he's got to be the killer and then they they show him setting up his uh ferris bueller uh killer dummy and um <laughs> Yeah, and he, he had, had, a, he had a pickaxe, so I thought, oh, he's got a pickaxe. Who else has that? Yeah. I couldn't I figure out which everyone. kind of which general kind of mystery we were supposed to be solving. Was it that they were going to reveal that the the killer of old had returned and we were going to finally mm-hmm. find out who that was and it was just going to be new to us? Mm. Or was someone we were already seeing going to turn out to be the killer? Well, there was such a reveal on, oh, he... 
Harry died in, in prison or in the, uh, the, the, the loony bin or whatever. Like there was such a <laughs> amount of weight put on the, the fact that Harry died. Right. Right. That, uh, I think they expected us to be. <laughs> mm. Also, isn't it, this whole twist is just, is, uh, and I can't think of the, the movie scream. It's the scream twist. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ends mm-hmm. up being one scream of the people no, in the group. Because scream ends up being two people and that's how you can see oh, yeah, yeah. each of them. Uh, this one, it was just this one person you slowly work out and, you know, okay, so it can't be this boyfriend because we just saw him while someone else was gone. You just work it out slowly and, and you end up figuring out who it is. Well, I have to admit, I didn't figure it out until they showed me. I'll admit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know. I still guy. haven't figured it out. I'm still. <laughs> He's still confused. Yeah. Because, I mean, Horace's he chopped mustache. his arm off. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. He cut his arm off there at the end and then ran off and said, me and Harry will be back. And I'm like, is Harry still alive? Harry's in is his, he he's part in of his this? mind. He's in his mm-hmm. soul. He's got Harry's body, or the guy's kid's body, but Harry's soul in his body. <laughs> Harry's soul. Whoa. Harry's soul. All right. Here's a Howard. If you want Howard to get away from you, that's what you say. Howard, stay away from me. Yeah, that's what you do. Howard. Dude, Howard drove me up a wall. I couldn't stand him. Oh, my gosh. And I know that's you need that guy in your horror movie. The one that's just acting like a dick, your stifler or whatever, just your dick. But mm-hmm. I still hate right. him. Annoyed the hell out of me. All right, let the good times roll, he says in the shower. Let the good times roll. All right. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't the shower. <laughs> <laughs> that was at the party, yeah. Yeah, and he hit that horn thing at the end, and I laughed. Again, I laughed out loud. <laughs> let the good times roll. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> I love Who that guy. Around air horn. That's how I can't right. imagine this movie without that guy. Like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't like, like I, this movie. As I much. hate him, but I also know he's required. He, it's on the yeah. template. Uh, what's going on over there? Asks this clip. Looks like a butcher ripped this thing out. What's going on over in Valentine Bluffs? So we might think that's the director. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I put in the. Discord. I put a picture of the guy and the yeah. director. It's, it's, I don't know. It's it's hard could to say. Be, could be the same guy. Yeah. Oh, I right. He had a mustache. See, I'm already forgetting who looked like what in this movie. I just mm-hmm. watched it last night. Human brains are weird. <laughs> or mine is anyway. I don't want to speak for the rest of humanity. Okay, here's some bad acting and foreshadowing all at the same time. Oh, but you gotta go. It'll be all right. Just stay with Hollis and me. Besides, you gotta see the dress I got. Cut down to here, slid up to there. I may not get out alive. <laughs> yeah, you won't either. Oh, foreshadowing. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. I stood up in the middle of the living room and said, foreshadowing. Also, yeah. nobody acts like that. Like this first no. part of this. Oh, but you gotta go. It'll be all right. Just stay with Hollis and it's just so. Oh, but you gotta go. Yeah, you gotta go. What? Huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't remember what this is, so I'll just play it. It happened once. It happened twice. Cancel a dancer. It'll happen thrice. Oh, that's the thrice thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst <laughs> rhyme. Well, yeah. I found an alternate version that got cut and on the on the it got it didn't get used. Let's find out why. It's almost the same, but here it is. It happened once. It happened twice. Then you can eat rice. Oh, yeah. weird! <laughs> weird! Wow, sounded familiar. That makes that makes uh, just about the same amount of sense. <laughs> Has anyone ever used the word thrice on never unironically like uh, ever thrice thrice? I, I'm sure people use it all the time in England. Mm. Mm. Can but I get you... the thrice baked potato, please? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I'd eat that. It does sound good. <laughs> 
<laughs> sounds burnt. Why is it so dry? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> exactly. With rice. So thri- you could you could in theory you could brand a kind of like uh, rice combination like um, you know this has got brown, white, and long grain or like whatever a, like a brand name try new uncle ben's thrice yeah uncle ben's thrice three fantastic rice flavors in one or whatever <laughs> no now as soon as i said it out loud i realized nope, that would never never happen it wouldn't get past committee all right fair enough that's right here's uh can oh canada alert everybody here you go i'm sorry I'm so damn sorry you are sorry <laughs> i love that yeah, they said sorry i was like that <laughs> that was the if moment. If the moose head didn't give it away, that sure did. Yeah, right. if you had any hesitation about where this was originating, that that solved it. All right, when people or where people get killed, yeah, in the mine where people get killed, people get killed in the mine. Oh, I got a prom date clip. Oh, okay. Yay. So this is a weird one. This is Ibbitt's prom date's dad <laughs> when. I guess this is specifically when you made fun of your date's dress. Okay. So you were oh, like, yeah, I was, I was mean of me. Yeah. You're like, this dress is so stupid or whatever you said. And this is what her dad's reply was. I think you're in this too, but here you go. Beware of what you make fun of, you little asshole. Who? You. Yeah. There's a little bit. Yeah. Of- it was right after I went <laughs> and stuck my head up uh, right next to the table where he was talking. <laughs> uh, here's that terrible man, that old man's laugh. <laughs> Really? <laughs> that's just so bad dude yeah really bad um here's an all right all right all right before mcconaughey came on the scene all right hey all right all right so are, is that him is that him seeing the hot dogs in the water no 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 that's him seeing the shower is on and oh, so he thinks his girlfriend yeah. is seeing his right, own yes. hot dog in the water <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yep. Okay. So wait a minute. So I have a question about this and about the the sanity of the of that character because this is this is our killer. Yeah. But does is he like true split personality where when he's going all right, all right, he he really no, thinks that's, that's not our killer because he uh, our killer was was dating um, Sarah Sarah the, wait, the love Sarah. triangle. Do I have right. the wrong killer in my head? This was, a different, this was a head? different guy. Yeah, this was a different guy. Wait, the guy that came in crying, yeah, was not was not uh, Axel. Wait, who's Axel? The, Axel's the, the love triangle guy. The, he's yeah, he's the killer. No, I know, bite, yeah. but I can't. Oh man, I've effed this up. This the entire movie, yeah. I think, is the wrong. I got the wrong killer. <laughs> yeah, there's another. There's another dude. So Axel is the, the one crying guy. Yeah. yeah, and he's right. the tallest. That's another thing. He's the tallest person in the whole movie, and right. and so like you should start to recognize that the. Killer Minor towers over everybody else. Is he blonde? Yeah. He was blonde, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. Okay. Not, Axel, the, yes. uh, not the main blonde one that he fought with. Yeah, that's Axel. He fought with a brunette. No, 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 no. He fought with a... He fought with a <laughs> no, fought I know, with no, I know that. The, the main brunette guy that says sorry. I understand oh, who he is. Paul but, Kelman. TJ. Okay, so he's the one that is, but he's the one in the love triangle. He's the one who left and came back. Yes, he's yeah. the one in the love triangle with Axel and Sarah. So he's the killer. Pa- Sylvia. 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 That's it. Sylvia. So that no, blonde Sarah. dude is the killer. It's, no, it's, Sarah. it's Sarah. It's Sarah. Sarah, Axel, and TJ. Blonde guy's the killer, is what you're telling me. Right. right. Okay, so he. <laughs> that he, was painful. He, him and the brunette guy go down into the mine to save the girls. 
That's right. actually the killer going down in the mine to chase them down. Right. Oh, yep. wow. Okay. I had this all wrong. This is all yeah, left yeah, yeah. up in my head. Okay. That explains that, a lot, actually. Um, I was trying to find the name, though. I'm, like the, uh, the, ca- the, the plot description on Wikipedia doesn't even mention the the shower murder and and you know and the dude coming back from that so all right so it's not him we're sure about yeah. that okay wait no, so the him. one that yeah. right the one in the shower that was a uh, whole second that was because i made a whole i wrote a whole thing for uh marco polo and it was because they kept calling each other's names oh it was uh john and sylvia john and sylvia okay yeah, yeah that was the ones that were out there okay yeah. so, john, so john is the one not our killer yeah. okay Rob Stein, who doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I F that up, but I did. All right. Here's a dumb guy saying what? What? All right. That's it. (laughs) What? What? I love that. What? Uh, Here we go. Oh, here we go. Hey, hold on, everybody. Here we go. That's that thing from the beginning. That's Horace. And then Horace laughing is a real treat. (laughs) All right. That's good. We got that. Here's a <clears throat> Hollis. It's like Hollis. Horace. Wait, there's Horace. a whole other name that I can't don't recognize. I have him written down everywhere as Horace. I don't know why. Wrap <laughs> that up too. All right, angry <laughs> acting can't take this dude seriously. I wrote. Here's this. You shut up and listen to me, goddammit. He just. I can't take him serious. <laughs> He's not a good leading male. He's bad. No. Uh, all right, and then slap time. Stop it. There you go. That's a good. Oh <laughs> wow, that's. A- Stop it. <laughs> She really a lot of reverb him. on that slap. Yep. She got him good. Now this. It's the film sack checklist. Grumpiest bartender of all time. Check. Beer snorter guy. Didn't die soon enough. Check. Oh, that'd be Howard, Howard right? Yeah. yeah, Howard. Snorting beer through a straw. What the hell? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Canada used to make rad horror movies. Check. Right. Maybe they still do. I don't know. I don't know what they make now. Maybe they do. Do they make new? Could I see a new horror movie that's like fully Canadian made? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> They'd be too sorry about it. Um, let's see. Oh, Star Trek Connections. There's the the blonde lady girlfriend survivor mm-hmm. uh, was in Voyager. And that's the only yep. thing I could find. Yep. Her name is Lori Hallier. Mm-hmm. Uh, she actually had a nice career. Yeah. Uh, Did all she right. played Sarah in this. Uh, that was her name, the character. Sarah, she did, she did a lot of things. And if you watch this movie with a Canadian mm-hmm. of a certain age, you're going to hear about all those old Canadian series and TV shows Yeah, uh, that she was in. She's also the one. Anyway. She's also uh, the one maybe working the most, even currently. She's in. She was in that Miss America um, as Betty Ford, that uh, miniseries that was on FX or wherever it was. She's in Skin, which is out now. Um, Another solid Star Trek connection was an actress named uh, Helene Udy, U-D-Y. You oh, probably yeah. pronounced Udy. Uh, Helene Udy was Sylvia in this movie, and she played uh, Pell in the DS9 episode Rules of Acquisition. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, also, sorry, real quick. She was in the, Our Christmas Love Story, a Hallmark Channel original uh, Christmas movie with a, uh, with Alicia Witt as the main star. Hmm. Yeah, so this was not one of those. I thought this was going to be one of those movies where uh, everybody was like a local no-time actor. Yeah. Uh, and actually, no, these were people who were up and coming, most of them who, uh, you know, acting was going to end up being their career. Lots lots of them seemed to, you know, like catch on and get parts in things, yeah. uh, you know, in the States and also in Canada. These people work. 
which I, you know, I can respect that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, tar- uh, soundtrack. Well, just, oh, go ahead. I just like because because of the whole New Brunswick thing. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Like New Brunswick is so far away from Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, and, and it just like it just seems like it's like when when you find out that a movie was made in Maine with a with all Maine people. Yeah, and, and it's 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 even farther, right? Mm-hmm. New Brunswick is northeast of Maine. Yeah, and it just it, I don't know. It just there's something about it that just feels like how did they. How did they do this? It's like the, <laughs> How did they get all these people to the end of the It's earth? like finding out that somewhere in the mountains of Montana, a small burgeoning film thing grew or whatever. It's like, it's sort of like that, but uh, good on them, I guess. Does New Brunswick even do anything now? Or are they just, they just sitting there going? Uh, all the, all the Maritimes are kind of like underpopulated yeah. and, uh, uh, you know, they're, they're on the receiving end of welfare. Yeah. <laughs> but but I mean it's a beautiful place uh you know lots of you know lots of towns that are very nice in New Brunswick uh, you know there's a, a like oldest city in North America it's called St. John mm. um it you know wonderful part of the world like sure. I I think they actually uh missed capturing some of the beauty like they they made mm-hmm. they made this movie seem so dirty because it was in a mine which yeah. makes sense but yeah. mm-hmm. But those coastline shots when, uh, you know, sorry, you know, when they're having their, their, <laughs> yeah. you still love me, don't you, uh, talk. That looked really pretty. Yeah. That looked nice. I would hang yeah. out out there. It looked cold, but. Yeah. We had a, we did have a newspaper client out there. I never got to do the install, unfortunately. Oh. Hmm. I, I wanted to go to St. John. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't get to go out there. Sorry. Anymore. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry soundtrack grade. I'm going to give it an H and I for hardly noticed it. I really hardly <laughs> noticed it. Yeah. I don't even remember it all except for the ballad at the yeah. very end, which was amazing. Yeah. That, that was, was I'm glad you told me to stay and listen because that was yeah. great. That was so good. Who sang that? Because I, I meant to look, look, but it was, it was amazing. It was, it was, uh, it's funny because it's in, it's on the Wikipedia, I think. No, it's in the trivia of the IMDb. Mm. And I, I read it and I completely forgot what it said. <laughs> but it was like, it was, uh, unplanned or, I wasn't um where is it here there we go paul zaza it was re- it was added by composer paul zaza as an afterthought the uncredited singer who does the vocal for the ballad was scottish canadian tenor john mcdermott ah, well john it McDermott. sounded like john mcdermott and yeah. you don't even have to watch the film if you just listed the ballad just fast forward yeah the ballad tells <laughs> you the entire it's like the it's like a it's like a bard's tale it's fantastic yeah it is it's great and yeah, there, the other amazing. thing that uh josh mcdermott has done is uh, uh on the soundtrack is music he performed oh canada as part of the <laughs> score a hockey musical in 2020 wow <laughs> whoa that's a great Love cool it. That is as Canadian as Canada can yeah. be. Yeah, that's great. I love that. All right. Uh, time for the Twitter post. You guys get to sum this movie up in 280 characters or less. Let's start with Randy. My bloody Valentine. You got your coffee crisp in my bag of milk, you hoser. You got oh, your nice. tidbits in my poutine. You got your ketchup <laughs> chips in my hockey. Hey, beauty. <laughs> Very nice. Um, did we do... Yeah, we did. We did Strange Brew, right? That's a movie we yes, did. Yes, we did. Yep. Okay. Just make it, it was a beauty, eh? Yeah. Don't you remember? Yeah, you're right. Hoser. Beauty, eh? Uh-huh. Uh, Brian Dunaway. My bloody Valentine. Like getting one of those nasty conversation candy hearts, but this one says, be mind, and now you're dead. That's jokes. <laughs> oh, and you think those be are mind. nasty? 
Nice. Oh, yes. Mm. Conversation know. hearts are nasty. Well, we found out something today. Me and Randy don't agree on candy at all. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> it. Yeah, that's interesting. Because like I... Well, I'll take the 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 sweet uh what well, sweet tarts version of candy hearts over those oh, chalky yeah. red ink printed yes yeah those yeah. aren't tums. Great. they're basically they, heart shaped tums yeah is what they, they, are, they yeah. definitely weren't thinking what would be a tasty candy no. their gimmick no. is definitely hey Why let's we make mass a conversation produce? yeah, yeah right. this is my favorite uh Nirvana song is heart shaped uh heart shaped conversation heart, yeah heart shaped candy, candy. Uh-huh. yeah heart shaped uh-huh. tums I'm sorry conversation candy. It's hard shaped tums. Uh, anyway, uh, well done. Brian Ibbett, your turn. <laughs> You'll love how Zola comes back. My bloody Valentine. Oh no, my American heart accidentally got my chemical romance all over my morning jacket. You guys should all cover my heart shaped box. Oh, wow. Nice. That's funny. We were just talking about that, which was your point yep. about you're going to love how this all winds up. Exactly. Well yes. done. You, Scott. Price. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. I'm here to explain everything. Uh, hey, alternate title time. <laughs> This is a good one. Where is it? There it is. All right. Look at this. It just handed to me. It was almost co- it was almost a kid show. They almost called it My Buddy Valentine. It was uh, a, oh, yeah, a very different he script. Goes, I go. Yeah, it was going to be a very different script. And then uh, it almost became uh, This Candy Tastes Weird. But uh, they thought that was too boring, so they didn't do it. <laughs> uh, uh, this candy tastes meaty. <laughs> mm. There's a meat quality to my candy. Here's an email we got from Nick from Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh, this is an email sent to filmsack at gmail.com. He says, hello, SBBR. Hi. Just fulfilling Randy's request for an under 35s uh, discussion all. about stereo stores. So we were talking about stereo stores last week. Oh, yeah, right. right, right, right. Says, yeah. I think your limit is about 10 years too early. I'm 31, mm-hmm. and I remember vividly these stories. My first car, a 2005-06, had a removable stereo faceplate plate, and the trunk-bound CD changer. Oh, man. Oh, the trunk. Yeah. That was the best, right? Because you had the six-disc the yep. six disc magazine yep. that yeah. you could only take out and replace during the trunk. So if you went to... If you went to uh, Sam Goody and got that brand new uh, uh, Tiffany CD and you wanted to hear it right away. Yeah. You had to, you had to open your trunk. Pull over. Yep. <laughs> slot it in. Go in the car. Remember what slot it was. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Uh, he says, yeah. I also remember buying a tape deck hooked up to an aux cord and playing my fat iPod original through that. Modern day version of this is 100% of vape shop. Uh, smoke shops have become or have been around for years and cater to smokers slash vapors. But these modern day vape only stores are my generation's version of making the car stereo store. Uh, thanks, Nick from Springfield, Mass. That's a that's a really good comparison. Yeah, yeah. vape stores mm-hmm. are they're they're not going to be around forever. That's not going to be a no. A but for like, now, it's like a place where you go and you see these fancy vape pens and. You know, yeah. yeah, and basically nowadays stores are what happen for a few years before everything goes online. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like sell your stuff on eBay stores. Remember that? Those yeah. were everywhere for. Oh God! Years. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's still a and thing. Then it, also, right? I don't like calling auxiliary cables aux cables. Yeah, yeah. that right. is very generational. My son and my daughter <laughs> both say aux cable it drives me crazy. <laughs> Because I don't yeah. don't even say aux because they think an aux cable is like uh, like in a modern sense it's a USB cable to your phone, and they're like, right. "Hey, hand me right. the aux cord." I'm like, "No, I will hand you." No, no, no I will not, not saving that much time by not saying auxiliary. Right. Yeah, say the whole word or don't <laughs> say it at all. So can I tell you a quick story? Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, summer of 2008, um, I'm living in Round Rock, Texas, and my buddy Ken 
comes over and we had a day off. So it was like, it, it must've been like Memorial day. It may have been Memorial day day. And, uh, my buddy Ken comes over and we're sitting in my living room and we decide we want to do something uh, like a project. Like we want to, I don't know, lift the, my speakers from my TV up higher off the floor, something like that. And so he gets in my car, which was a 2004 Saab 900. And we, uh, go to home Depot. So we buy some things. I don't know. I remember there being wood that we put in the car and the Saab had a ski hole in the back seat, you know? <laughs> yeah. So we had put some of the things we bought through the ski hole. That's, that's my best memory there. So we're leaving this home Depot and I was in with my buddy, Ken, I was in the most spectacular car crash that you can be in and not go to the hospital. Oh my God. Uh, okay. We're, we're making a, a, a now unprotected left turn. I, I thought it was a protected left turn, but it's not at all protected left turn. Uh, and there's these kids, there's a 16 year old and a couple of even younger kids driving a truck coming the opposite direction. And they're going to, they're about to run the light and they're going 80 or 90 miles an hour. And, uh, so as I make the turn, I realize, oh my gosh, I'm about to get murdered. And yeah. so I put my foot down on the gas. And fortunately that sob had just enough pep to get my buddy Ken out of the line of fire. And the truck hits my back passenger rear quarter. The car spun, uh, three times the, my, that's how hard they hit me as I'm, as I'm turning my car spun and spun and spun. And uh, so we were in a roller coaster ride. Uh, fortunately, you know, we came out of it with only whiplash and like the kind of injuries that you just sort of like sit at home for a couple of days and you're, you're going to be okay. Wow. But it was a spectacular accident. But people who saw it came, came over, you know, obviously to see if we were alive, but then yeah. also to tell us, like I kept having people, I'm sitting on the side of the road and my car is in pieces and people keep coming over and saying, you would not believe the, the lid on your trunk went straight up 50 feet. It was just like people telling me all these stories. So, uh, we, you know, the tow truck comes, we give statement to the police. We, we, uh, you know, people come to take us home all we're, we're fine. And the tow truck comes and you see your car leave. And so the next day or two, I go to visit the car in the insurance lot to see what it, how, how bad it is, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm looking into this uh, busted open back part of the car, and I'm like, where's my disc CD changer that's bolted, <laughs> was bolted in? Like, you, mm -hmm. like that thing was in the frame. Yeah, because it's got to be it, – they can't have any movement. It's got to be firmly – locked yeah. in yeah and i actually thought i was gonna go to my husk of a car and pull out the cd changer <laughs> and the stereo that i had tiffany added cd uh, yeah and all that stuff yeah. my tiffany cd thank you yeah <laughs> and it's not there and i was like i was starting a case against the inspector and the <laughs> guy and i'm just like this is bullshit mm -hmm. i can't believe that and uh, uh they told me you know what you should go back to the scene of the accident yeah. And see if you can find the CD changer. Sometimes these things fly out. I'm like, no, Whatever. no way. <laughs> so we went back to the intersection, and it was an intersection under a highway. And my buddy Ken and I found that CD changer about nice. 500 feet from where the accident <laughs> happened. Dead. Yeah, it was on a grass <laughs> through the windshield of another car. Unrelated. <laughs> it must have been a, a terrifying projectile. Yeah. Like it, because the CD changer was a big device too. It wasn't like oh, yeah. just this little thing. 
And we found it on the side of the highway, like on this berm, 500 feet. I can't, I still, to this day, I don't know how that happened. That's it crazy. feels like science fiction to me yeah. that that happened. Yeah. Wow. You don't still have it, do you? Yeah. Uh, be for real. Still, <laughs> still playing that same <laughs> Tiffany CD. Okay, uh, we took I a think crowbar. we're alone now. What? We took a crowbar <laughs> and busted it open to get the CDs out. Oh, wow. Wow. Really? That seems overkill, having to use a crowbar, doesn't it, a little bit? Oh, a lot. I, couldn't, I, I couldn't imagine actually making it power up. Oh, I oh see that's true, saying. right, because yeah. those things don't have like a manual eject. It's it's all yeah it's all electronic yeah oh manual eject was my favorite member of menudo anyway moving on (laughs) (laughs) i think the status manuel eject oh manuel eject sorry i think the okay boomer part of that story is that i was still using a cd changer in 2008 (laughs) that is yeah that is the very end of that era yeah because think if you shift the years backwards that would be like somebody still using eight track when cds were available That's a weird thing to think about. And they had an eight track in this, didn't they? Or what did they have? They had like a they oh, it was had, a cassette. AC was but it a cassette, it was like manually plugged or like uh, just yeah. exposed wires plugged into some weird yeah. little amplifier. They had a they had a DC converter, is what they had, like AC DC converter. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. I used to love that though. Guts out stuff that still works. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think that's cool. All right, well there you have it. Uh, thanks for the email there, uh, Nick. Did we answer it? Yeah, we did. We didn't answer anything. <laughs> yeah, we he did. He just had a story for us. He just, <laughs> I was just making sure there wasn't a specific question, but no, most of it was a statement, and then we replied. Uh, there you go. If you want to send emails like him, you can. Filmsack at gmail.com. Our next film, which is, uh, we're, we're not, we're off next week, by the way. No show next week. We we're got uh, BlizzCons keeping everybody busy, plus other stuff. So <laughs> not here next week, but the week after that, Virtuosity. Virtuosity. Yeah. Virtuosity. It's my favorite Jamiroquai song. Yes. Uh, this is a 95 film with your uh, your Denzel Washington, Russell Crowe, Kelly Lynch. And Kaylee uh, Kukochiku. Oh, is she in this? Oh, really? Kaylee Cuoco Sweeting yeah. is in this? Ooh, William Forsyth, William Fickner. Two of my favorite Williams. Oh, uh, I like William Fickner. Yeah, me too. Uh, who else? Bunch of faces you just know from things. She must have been very young. How old is she then? Yes. She was born this in 96. Or something like that. She was ninety five. Is the movie she was born in eighty five? So she was because so she was in that she was early two thousands TV series. She's in, she was ten years old, dude. Ten okay. years old. Yeah, think of that. Anyway, that's all coming okay. up. That should <laughs> she be must fun. have been a minor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, minor. I get. I see what you did. Anyway, that'll be uh, next week. Uh, or uh, sorry, week after next week. <laughs> two weeks from now, we'll be doing <laughs> virtuosity. A movie that is sort of cybery and cool and and probably terrible, and we're pretty excited about it. So come on back for that. In the meantime, filmsec.com is our website. You can also email us filmsec at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. I'm sure I'm sure Titter.com exists. Should I look? T-I-T-T-E-R.com. Let's just look. Don't go to don't go there. Oh, it forwards to Twitter. They own it. Oh good. Good job, Twitter. Hilarious. I'm both disappointed and relieved. Yeah. That's hilarious. Anyway, uh what else? That's all I had to say there. Oh, we're at Film Sack on Twitter. Or Titter, it turns out. You can go there too and it'll just take you there. Leave us reviews wherever you get your podcasts. That's gonna do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Harry We'll we'll see you next time.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. What? 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 What?